Welcome to the Wrestling Core Podcast, a place to hear all the things you need to know to be successful in wrestling. I'm the host and show producer, Trey Horton. And I'm the co-host, Nick DeStazio. Today, we're going to dive into goal setting. This is the Wrestling Core Podcast. got me hyped yeah that was an intro created by a friend of mine he's done really really good work uh what's his name he goes by rich deeds on instagram all right so if you guys want to follow him uh trey said at the bottom you can find the link to his ig handle and give him a follow yeah i put it in the show notes so the topic today we're going to be talking about is uh having the right goals correct yeah i mean Goals are so, so important and so undervalued, especially in the sport of wrestling. So you're telling me that you need direction. They don't need to be aimless, correct? Right. I mean, this is really a speed versus vector debate. You know, you can go as fast as you want to on the speedometer, but if you don't have a direction, you're just spinning your wheels. And goals really, really help, especially young athletes, work in a direction that's going to force them to continue to grow. Yeah, I totally agree that young athletes who set goals early on tend to have the most potential later on in the sport. Yeah, and the biggest thing too is you know learning how to make good goals and being able to differentiate between good goals and bad goals. I'll go ahead and pose this question to you, Coach Nick. You know what would you define as a bad goal? I think not being clear on the specific goal in mind, uh, maybe. It's just winning a, a region tournament, for example. Well, you know, be specific, more specific with that. Winning the region title at the end of the season. That's a long-term good goal instead of just saying winning region. I, I feel like that's a, a really good layman's terms explanation, especially since most wrestlers don't study up on how to make goals or anything like that. And most co- most coaches and most programs don't even talk about how to make goals or really how to break it down. And I was blessed to have a coach that broke it down for me and using the SMART method, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. If you can make your goal all five of those metrics, then it will be what I would consider a good goal. Now, that's not to say, you know, it can't still be a bad goal if you're just you know, making it to make it if you don't believe in it yourself, because ultimately you have to believe in the goals you're setting for yourself. Um, but Coach Nick's right. I mean, if you just say you're, you want to win the region tournament, you know, you're not being time-based and, you know, it's not specific. If you want to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based, you would say, I will win the region tournament by the end of my junior year, and that would be a, a good version of that goal. What do you think about that? You know, that would be a great goal, considering I didn't even win region until my senior year, so it's always been a, a standard goal. I've always been making my goals year after year after year. You know, I didn't really even start, you know, varsity until my sophomore year. How many times do you remake your goals? 
Whew. So really, I, I didn't make really make my goals up until I actually started believing in myself and thinking that this was my the sport that I belonged in. So if, if, if anyone's listening here, if you guys have that purpose too and you guys are having trouble finding that, you know, using the SMART method is definitely a way to hold yourself accountable precisely where you need to be at. Uh, I never had that. It was just make varsity in the beginning. And then towards the end, my by my senior year, it was, you know, winning region, win, winning county, you know, having specific structured goals in mind. Yeah, and whenever you made those goals, you know, if I remember correctly, you know, you didn't write them down or anything like that. And um, that's one of the things that I was taught was to write your goals down and put them somewhere where you see them. So that especially during wrestling season, you know, you wake up and it's one of the first things you see. It's one of the last things you see. One of the things that my coach told me was you, when you make your goals, you make sure they're always visible out of sight, out of mind, and whenever you do make those goals, you always go back and check them. Is it still attainable? Is it still specific enough? Is it still within the time period that you said you wanted to complete it by? Sometimes you'll make a goal, and you'll say, you know, oh, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to score a dozen back points at this tournament this weekend. Well, it may turn out that everyone you wrestle is a hoss on bottom and they all get out from underneath you and you don't ride top at all. And you find out that, hey, you may just be a better neutral wrestler than you are a top wrestler. You may want to go back and revisit all of your goals that have to do with top, at least for the near and immediate future. Um, that's not to say you want to give up on top, but you know sometimes instead of saying, oh, I'm going to score a dozen points on top at this tournament this weekend, you may reduce it and say, you know, if I can score six points or five points on top this weekend, you know, it it's becomes a little bit more attainable because sometimes you will realize based off the situation you're in, it's not always attainable or relevant anymore. And, you know, those are two very big key factors. A lot of people forget about their goals. They make them, they set them, and they never change them again. Let me ask you something here aside. Uh, how did you handle not maybe not attaining some goals? Uh, what, what, what mentality developed from there? Personally, I never took missing goals very well. I took it very personally. I worked very hard um, my entire wrestling career, dawn till dusk, all the time. And if I missed a goal, I, it, it broke me, and I found a way to re, either remake that goal or find another way to make it. Every year, my goal was to place at the state tournament, and I didn't place it till I was a junior. I was there all four years, under those lights, all four years of my high school career, I didn't play till my junior year. Lost in the blood round my sophomore year. Had to pull myself together and, you know, figure out how I'm gonna make. How am I gonna make myself better? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna sew into my career to make it better? And that's actually, ironically, where I met your coach. Uh, was that season your college coach, Coach Bedard? That's where I met him. Ah, was at yes. Elite Training Center whenever I decided I was gonna start sewing even more time into my career, which in this case was wrestling even more during the week and seeing less of my family. So, you know. <laughs> yes. If you guys do not know about Mr. Jeff Bedard, he is a animal. My goodness. He old school grinding it out. Oh, just brought out the, the, the beast in you guys. I loved wrestling for him. It was always the same playlist. <laughs> yes. Oh, Johnny Cash, baby. 
Ring uh, of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever we talk about making your goals, you know, we, we just talked about the basic metrics of goals, but, you know, there are really three key categories of goals, and it's going to sound really uh, watered down and really simple, and it's that way on purpose because you don't want to let your goals get too complicated either. Um, you have short, medium, and long-term goals. Some people, some outlets, only talk about short and long-term goals. I actually disagree with that concept entirely. Um, I don't believe that jumping straight from a short-term goal to a long-term goal or a hundred short-term goals to a long-term goal is in the best interest of young athletes, especially since there are so many faucets and different perspectives in the sport of wrestling that you may need to push yourself in small ways in some places, but continue to push and work toward larger areas and others. The way I envision it is like you're climbing a ladder, but it's not a really long ladder. The ladder eventually ends, and then you've got to get onto the next ladder. Mm -hmm. And you may have to climb back down one ladder, move it, and climb again. And those medium goals are the end and start of every ladder. So, you know, the difference between a short, medium, and long-term goal, a short-term goal would be like, I'm going to get a takedown this weekend okay. at the tournament. Mm -hmm. A medium-term goal would be, I'm going to get 20-some-odd takedowns, or whatever you want that metric to be, this month. And a long-term goal would be, I will break the takedown record for my school this season. That's small goal, building up to medium goal, building up to long-term goal. But ultimately, the way I, I see it is it should be three or four small-term goals to every medium goal. So I may say I'm looking for two takedowns this weekend, but then I'm also going to have other goals, like I am going to try and get so many high crotches, or I'm going to look for so many glass doubles. And whenever you check off all those boxes for those short-term goals, it's like you're doing math. Two plus two will equal four. And, you know, as long as you are mapping out a road for yourself and you're envisioning your path, you'll have something to walk on, a direction to go. Well, when I had when I was competing, I, ha I mostly had short goals and, and long term goals. Uh, the medium goals were never really touched uh, to me. Uh, I never like you said before, I never really had any anything that had like goals all around me. Uh, I, I literally woke up and slept on my, on my goals every, every night. Uh, and I know some people might have trouble with that, you know, with uh, things outside of wrestling, you know, life in general. So keeping those things around you, um, do you think maybe having these short goals or long-term goals or even medium goals, uh, put those around you too, will that be ideal? I do. Um, I actually taped my goals to the wall of my wrestling room. Um, so every day when I went to practice, I saw them and, uh, you know, as you know, we make our kids do that in the program that we coach for every year leading up to the state tournament. Um, seeing them all the time is important. Uh, and, and another episode, we're going to talk about journals and I really do believe that putting your next goal or next goals in your journal or the things that you see or believe that are the most achievable for you in the moment. Um, is important too because you, not only are you looking at your goal but how you're going to get there what you did etc etc et and we'll get into that in another episode but you know 
reviewing them regularly or what I call goal rechecks is very, very important because, again, being attainable, being relevant is more important than anything else that you could uh, – any other metric that you could use to make that goal. Did you ever know anyone that made a negative goal? I'm, you know, I've heard of maybe some inexperienced wrestlers go make a short-term angry goal, you know, go out and hurt that person. You know, parents would say that with, you know, maybe not, you go out there and hurt them. If they, if they can't wrestle, they can't win. Uh, <laughs> you think that's a pretty negative goal? Uh, that's very negative. Uh <laughs> Way overboard negative. I need to have a talk with those parents. <laughs> um, especially since that's not what the sport's about. But, you know, uh, it is what it is. You know, misinformation. But positive vibes are more important in this sport than in, um, any any other... Anything... There's nothing else anyone can tell you except that you should always have fun. And if your goals are negative and you don't have positive vibes about you, your career, and what you're doing in your room, then you need to sit back and reassess, you know, how are you going to do it differently? Because the last thing you want to do is, is hate the sport, right? If you hated the sport, you wouldn't be coming back and coaching. Mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't be giving back, and that's what the sport's traditionally been all, all about, is giving back. Um, there isn't a big book of wrestling, like, you know, football teams have playbooks, you know, we have hand, knowledge that's handed down from coach to coach, uh, coach to wrestler, and then that ends up being coach to wrestler and so on and so forth, and it gets passed around at camps. Um, you know, sometimes we'll see some new technique like we saw with John Smith come out of the blue with his low single. But, you know, it's, it's very important that you stay positive because otherwise you will end up falling out of the sport faster than anyone else. So as an example of a negative goal, um, we actually, I knew a kid that had this goal. It was, uh, I, I will only give up two takedowns this weekend. So, so what makes that a negative goal? So instead of thinking about how he is going to gain or what he is going to achieve, he's thinking about what he is not going to give up. So instead of growing, he's trying to stay still. Right. So anytime you make a goal, you're always looking to grow, always looking to improve. If your goals are about staying still and not moving, then you've got speed, but no direction. So it's almost like survival, right, at that point. Right. It's a survival mindset. And, you know, if all you're trying to do is survive, there's always somebody that's down there working to improve and beat you. There's always that underdog, that kid that's in the practice room, sewing and sewing and sewing and sewing, hoping that his hard work and effort and realistically his goal setting will pay off. Yeah. And, and so that also happens with dual tournaments too, especially when it gets close to, you know, dual regions and, and dual uh, state. There's a lot of negative goals that are there that are presented, you know, don't get pinned, uh, don't get teched. Those are negative goals too, right? Right, and you know, you bring up a really good point about uh, team stuff because you can write as many individual goals as you want to, but realistically, you know, wrestling's just as much a team sport as is an individual sport. Kale Sanderson said that you know your your teammates, your guys you wrestle with, are 
the closest friends you'll have your entire lifetime. Um, I'm paraphrasing that quote, but um, it it's holds so true. I mean, look at you and I. I mean, we were wrestling partners in high school, and to this day, you know, what is this? Ten years later, yeah, uh, ten we years. we hang out and talk all the time still, like we just met yesterday. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, Goodness gracious. The, but getting back to the team goals, you know, you and your teammates have to come up with team goals too. Whether that's hey, let's win this duel, uh, or this weekend, or hey, let's place as a team at this duel this weekend, um, or hey, as a team, let's collect fifteen takedowns. You, uh, the athlete, will know better about your team and what your team goals need to look like as, as compared to us, uh, especially since we're in a very different environment. Um, not every team's the same uh, or what their coach teaches is the same. So um, that comes down to relevance and you know what you and your team, and sometimes it's just the team captains coming together and saying, hey, what do we want to do this season? And you know those are goals that definitely you're going to want to run by your coach but you know if you run those by your coach and he approves you know or he doesn't want to add on additional stuff who knows he may take those goals that you had print them out on a piece of paper and stick them on your wall for everyone to see yeah uh, i would be a great team leader uh yeah i'm just there's a lot going into that and you know team is so important to me I'm, I'm definitely a team player I, I love the sport of individual the individual aspect of wrestling but also the team sport because you know you have a great team you know these are your brothers these are your sisters going into battle with you uh, so having those team goals are, are so important uh, not only for those that season but also you know throughout your life those are lifetime memories that you, you'll never forget those team memories were some of the best memories I have. It was a, a freaking blast. Me and my teammates making our goals and our team goals and plastering them up on the wall of the wrestling room. And it, it was a memory I'll never forget. But we definitely did talk about a lot today. It was a very, very dense episode. Coach, you think you can give us a quick recap? Yeah, yeah. So basically what we talked about today was we used the SMART method being specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And using that SMART method for our short-term goals, our medium goals, and our long-term goals. And with those goals for our individual needs, we also need for our teams too. And uh, mostly that'll come from be just being positive. Keeping those positive vibes, not only for yourself and your mind, your mentality, but also for those that are around you that support you. And also rechecking your goals uh, constantly, constantly, and, and maybe even adjusting them because they might not always fit the agenda. Uh, and so, Trey? Challenge time. We want to challenge you. This is your chance to take a big step in your career, in your future, to plot your own path, your own course. Start making your goals today. Start small. Make a goal to complete your goals word of advice from the guys who have been there. Make your long-term goal. Make a handful of medium-term goals to meet that long-term goal. And then make a whole bunch of short-term goals to fulfill those medium goals. Have your buddy look at your goals. Get suggestions, advice. Your peers, your coaches, friends, parents. Start making your goals today. Well, 
So I'm, I'm super pumped about what we're going to be doing next. So what exactly could we be doing? Dude, this episode was so much fun. It really was. It, uh, it was a blast. And I'm, I can't wait for next week because <laughs> it's going to be one of my favorite topics. Well, what is it? Oh, my favorite topic. Journals. Uh-oh. Super, super important. It's almost as important as goals. But, you know, if you have a good journal, your goals are inside your journal. Yeah. But, you know, if you're more than a one-season or a three-month wrestler, mm -hmm. your journal is going to be more important than anything else that you have in your wrestling bag. Uh, I Buy $60 shoes and buy 10 journals. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's that important. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I'm super excited. I know that we kind of like briefly touched on it here today uh, with this episode, but uh, it, it's something that took my career to the next level, and uh, it's something that was preached to me by a lot of people throughout my career and one of my coaching mentors that really changed the way I thought about the sport, and I, I really am excited to share that with you guys next week. All right. Well, so once again next week we're going over journal writing. Uh, we look forward to you guys listening, and please subscribe, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Choose Top Network.